Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, but we hope you know the best way. You can tune in each day is on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But if you have your dial, take it to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone in the studio today. I have joining with me Miss Wanda Thomas and Michael Thomas of Catholic Charities here in the metro area. But they're up to good things for all and with their big event coming up, Journey of Hope. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm excited to have you in here. I feel like we need to talk about something positive that's happening in the capital city, particularly. And I know that Catholic Charities has a long running history of being something good for our entire state. So let's start with you, Miss Wanda. Give us a little background about Catholic Charities. So Catholic Charities has been around since 1963 in the state of Mississippi, serving those in need, serving the most vulnerable population is how we started. And that, of course, is our children here in the state. So how do you go about helping those so specifically? What are some of the programs that you do that, that reaches the kids in need? We have therapy, foster care. We have adoption. We have an intensive in-home services program, and that's where a therapist and a case manager work with youth and their families directly in their home. They do not come to the office. We go to them. We also have an outpatient mental health clinic where we provide counseling, and it's, the name of it is Healing Hearts. Because that's what we we like to do. That's what we want to do. We want to be able to help people heal. And get out of the walls of the church there and get into the community and actually, you know, be of good service, which I know Catholic Charities has been. Now, uh, Mr. Michael, how'd you find your way to Catholic Charities? Uh, one of the, uh, long time ago. Uh, I've been there 13 years and loved every minute of it because of all the good works that Catholic Charities does for the community. So many people have been helped through the services of Catholic Charities. And I think sometimes, Miss Wanda, you know, people look and see of all the things that are going on and it feels like it's hopeless or they don't know how to help or they don't know where to sort of start. I mean, particularly everyone's hearts are heavy and, and thinking about the water crisis right now uh, in, in the metro area. You, I think it's even made it to national news at this mm-hmm. point. And so if you're sitting back going, I don't I can't fix water pipes. I can't you know, do all these things. What you can do is get to know the organizations that are doing the good work in there and then help support them. So, you know, you were talking about, too, helping upcoming with water, maybe water distribution. How does Catholic Cherries rise to those type of crises that their communities are in? Whenever we have a crisis in our community, we want to make sure that we get the communication and the notification out so people know how to reach us. So yesterday, our disaster team immediately took to social media, as well as updating our website, so individuals would know how to reach out to us if you've been affected by the flood, and also if you are wanting to serve or donate. So we know it's twofold. 
Some are in need. Mm -hmm. Some want to donate to be able to be there for those in need. So we immediately, you know, took to social media to get that information out. And so we are gearing up to do a water distribution uh, here in the city. We want to play our part and take a role in helping those who are without water at this time or do not have much water. You know, as we're coming up on or upon the 17th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, you know, you think about back then when some of the best moment, not not some of the best things that came from it. I mean, it was a tragic situation, but some of the things that provided the hope was the fact that community members from, you know, statewide just started to figure out the needs, started filling the gaps. And some of that was water. Some of that was food, you know, all kinds of good things. And it's like the organizations of, of Catholic Charities. But that isn't. It cheap and it isn't easy and sadly you know it, it takes uh, funds to run these type of, of things especially since 1960 mm. <laughs> Lord's prayers will only get you so far when it comes to paying the bills and buying the water so that's why you guys have your um, event coming up journey of hope so tell us about the event so the journey of hope initially the first time it was held was in 2003 and it has been held annually ever since, with the exception of uh, the year the pandemic hit us. And so we have that event every year. And the purpose of it is just what it says, Journey of Hope. We want to be a part of bringing hope into the lives of others. And so we go about identifying guest speakers who have a testimony that will be inspiring to those out in the audience, in the state, in our community, but also lines up with our service services and what we are doing at Catholic Charities. So, Michael, how did y'all come upon David McGee? He's the best-selling author. He's been a wonderful guest here on Good Things. I think I feel like people have, are resonating with his name. But but how did you find him? Uh, Wanda, uh, Wanda and uh, David had conversations, and along with one of our governance council members, and his story is just tremendous. And if you have a chance to, to read his book or, or hear his story, it's unbelievable, and it fits right in line with everything that Catholic Charities is out there helping people. And, you know, David's mission is to help bring awareness about addiction and overdose, which he lost, you know, one of his uh, sons to, and then the rest of sort of the healing process within his family. How I mean, we've been talking about water crisis. We've been talking about kids. So Catholic Charities also helps in this sort of journey as well. So how do we fit into, into that uh, story for our communities? One of our services that we provide is called our Born Free Program. It is a residential treatment facilities where we work with mothers and and their children are able to be there as well. These are mothers who are experiencing some challenges or some obstacles around substance abuse. And so they come to our Born Free program. We have therapists and counselors on site, and we have other great team members who work with those mothers as well as their children. While they are there, they also work with them to um, become gainfully employed, obtain daycare. So while they are there in treatment, we also want to make sure that we're helping them get the tools that they need to be able to be successful once they leave our program. Man, y'all are just a little bit of everywhere, Miss Wanda. And this event, Journey of Hope, is going to also uh, bring some good entertainment. A name that a lot of folks here on Super Talk know is Steve Azar. He's Correct. got his his show with us on on Thursdays and Fridays on most uh, Super Talk stations in a Mississippi Minute. But he's also been recognized for for creating an original song that's now our state song, One Mississippi. So he's going to be there to kick it off, that's isn't correct. he, Michael? Yes, correct. And that is going to be Tuesday, September the twentieth at the Jackson Convention Conference. 
complex. It is a free luncheon, but we do ask that you go on our website, make a reservation, and we'd love to have everyone attend. So what else are you going to get out of Steve? Because I know he's not going to just sing. Well, we're just thankful that he is going to sing for us, um, going to do the introduction for us, for our for our guest speaker. So we are just excited to have him be present as well and be a part of the Journey of Hope event this year. That's going to be a fun luncheon. So uh, let's uh, let's walk through the details, Michael, in okay. case folks uh, missed this. It will be September, Tuesday, September the 20th. Where will it be? Correct. At the Jackson Convention Center. And that uh, luncheon starts at 12 p.m. and it uh, it's an hour lunch. You're in and you're out, but you get to hear David's tremendous story. The night before, we are going to have a book signing. If anyone's interested, it is a ticketed event at Salon Mookie's, and it's going to be between the hours of six and nine. So you go to our website, CatholicCharitiesJackson.org. And all the information is there. So we'd love to have everyone out for a book signing or the free luncheon. But even though it's free, you still need to let let you know that you're coming, right? That's yes. right. Yes. And she's like, please, one, please, <laughs> please. Yes. let me know that you're coming. <laughs> and it is very important for us to have a head count. Um, so the Jackson Complex Center will be able to make sure we have enough meals for everyone. And everyone uh, can still get involved. Maybe you're not within driving distance, but you're hearing how you're going to be helping with all the water crises that are that are going on. You, It's, all, it's at that point where you just kind of laugh because you don't want to cry. I mean, you're not making fun of anyone who found themselves in that situation. But from the flooding that's still ongoing, people, you know, not being able to get back in versus also having, you know, reliable drinking water to do their daily activities activities with you guys are going to be helping so if we want to specifically help with that how do we do that you can go to our website again and that's catholiccharitiesjackson.org there is a link on our website that will allow you to donate all righty and that will help and then turn around by water which you guys will be out doing your thing passing it out uh figuring out what the community needs and and doing that and and two i mean if if people are thinking why give up on or they should give up on jackson why shouldn't they because of people like us organizations like us i believe that we do a great job of rising to the needs in our community to serve those our residents it is all of our responsibility to take care of each other so please don't give up on the city please do not give up on the city catholic charities will continue to be here we've been around since 1963 and we are going to always do our part we are always very grateful and thankful to our donors as well volunteers and everyone who supports us I think that's a good way of saying it. And what a good song to carry us out, Rhino. That will be our Steve Azar. We'll be singing as well as um, um, helping to share the good news of the um, Catholic Charities coming up on September 20th. I totally had a mind blank. Um, All right. Well, we hope everyone shows up for your luncheon. Thank you guys for what you do and your time here. And stick with us. We've got more good things coming up next.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, a 20% chance of showers, partly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 30% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 90 degrees. And a look to Thursday, sunny skies, high near 88. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. At Trust Care Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. Now you can watch Super Talk TV live on C Spire TV. If you have C Spire TV, you can find it right next to the Weather Channel on Channel 70, which hopefully the Weather Channel has been kinder to you. 
as it has been for us. Although I hear rumbling, and I was trying to figure out if that was thunder or not. Who knows? It's still summer, right? Walking into the station today, I thought to myself, I'm mad that it's so hot. And then I was gently reminded that it's still summer, Rebecca. And I thought, yes, but what? Right after all of the rain and the storms that kind of came through, even though they wreaked havoc in other ways, they did bring with it a little bit less humidity, a little bit break in the heat. So then when you you know, bounce back to reality that it's still August in Mississippi, you find yourself just a little angry about it. Like, I was really digging the low 80s, seeing the 70s, at least in the mornings, and hang tight. That's definitely, that's definitely coming. If you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group, you'll notice, at least yesterday, it was the anniversary of, I guess, Hurricane Katrina's landfall here in Mississippi. And so I asked everyone to share something, whether it was a small act of kindness or maybe a good thing that they saw transpiring in the days after. Because the day of the storm, right, I mean, that's chaos in and of itself. Like, it's living in a hurricane. Everything sort of happened so quickly, yet felt so long and the whole state was being impacted at different times and sort of better understanding, you know, the implications of what had just happened. But it was the days after where it really felt like Mississippi rose to the occasion, whatever that occasion was, and they started feeling filling the needs of their neighbors, whatever that was, even if they had their own sort of needs. And nothing, no small act of kindness is, you know, too big or too small to sort of share. And I thought it would be cool to maybe be reminded 17 years later, you know, that those were the good you saw in the world. That's what gave you the hope that, okay, Mississippi's going to make it out of this one step at a time, one, you know, day at a time, one house at a time, whatever that may be. It's like so, Mr. Rogers said, look was, for the helpers. Look for the helpers. And they, they don't, and as much as our first responders are, are heroic in, in their everyday life, the helpers can come at any moment from anybody when the need arises, right? Like it doesn't, you don't have to be a first responder to respond to someone's immediate need when you see it after something traumatic or, you know, something disastrous like Hurricane Katrina. So 601-879-4395, or you're welcome to join in on the conversation over on, you know, the Good Things Facebook group. But David simply says, people feeding linemen hot meals. I mean, we talk about it all the time when it comes down to the, you know, the icky weather that Mississippi sees different times of the year, whether it's ice storms or tornadoes or hurricane season. We think of first responders in terms of those helping those in need of physical health. But, man, your linemen and women, they get out there at the first flicker of a light uh, and starts to build a community back. Because, really, until a community can have safe electricity and drinking water and all of those things, it's hard for them to really start building back or getting back to any sense of, of normalcy. So, you know... Some folks found their way or special act of kindness 17 years ago. I can't do much, but I can make sure that the linemen, you know, have a hot meal and know that they're sort of appreciated. I love that one. Jimmy says the ice plant delivered ice to my house. We had power on our straight, so we went door to door in a five-mile area. And then the ladies and guys got goodie bags to give out to Rankin County. Uh, they came together to do Keith mentions that all you ham, all you, all you ham radio operators out there, <laughs> you, <laughs> you stepped up in and provided communication 
all across the coastal area. I think that's a completely um, underestimated uh, and underappreciated hobby if, or skill is to still have the opportunity to do the ham radio. I mean, we're talking to you on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station now. You know, if poop hits the fan and all your streaming devices go away, Amazon Fire and Roku and all things, you know, as long as you got your battery-operated FM radio... We were right here doing what we could do. I wasn't a part of the Super Talk team 17 years ago, but I can guarantee you that the team was probably sleeping on the floor in the studio making sure they were covering it the best way they could because radio was the way that the way that you could get it out. You weren't here either. No, I was not with the Super Talk family just yet. I was actually still in college and uh we Stayed on campus when when the hurricane came through. I think it was still a hurricane by the time it got to central Mississippi. And watched the trees on the quad fall down from the wind. And then tried to put on your rain slicker and walk between buildings where the wind tunnel effect would knock you down. And then it was, I don't remember if it was the day after or two days later, uh, a buddy of mine whose grandparents lived on the coast and were impacted by the storm surge got in touch with me and said hey i know the power's out in the dorms y'all are sitting in there sweltering there's power at my parents house you can go get a, a shower and have some air conditioning if you'll agree to come with us and help clean up a little bit with at my grandparents place and i was like sure let's do it and that was i don't want to overstate it but that was a life-changing trip simply from the standpoint of seeing the devastation firsthand because we went down there and we had to go through the checkpoints where the National Guard set up with the guns, making sure that, yeah, here's the deed to the place, we're going to, we're not going to loot, we're going to clean up, and that kind of stuff. And there were a couple families at that neighborhood area where we were cleaning up, and you could just feel it in the air, this, this tension of lives destroyed, livelihoods lost. I mean, the, the condo we were cleaning out, there was a big tree, three condos down, with a Buick just in the tree. That's how hard the storm surge hit that part. There were water lines inside a foot from the top of the first floor. Water damage everywhere. And there are two key memories I, I remember from that trip to that, that stand out to me. One, they were looking for these little ceramic figurines that the grandfather had brought back from Europe for the grandmother. And they found one of them, but they could not, we couldn't for the life of us find the other one. And we're, we're winding down the day, we're getting ready to pack everything up and, and head back to the, the house with air conditioning and power after somehow miraculously finding a U-Haul to put everything in. And walking along the, the carpet there that's just soaked, and I felt something under my feet. So I pull out the knife, and I'm like, it's not going to bother anybody if I cut this right here, is it? This rug. I'm not, we're not trying to save this rug, right? No, no, no. All right. So I cut out around it, pull it up, and there's a screen door over it. So we got to cut through the screen door, get that up, and there's the little figurine that, that they were looking for all day. That's awesome. So that was, that was a happy moment in the day. And then we hit the road back, and we started coming through a neighborhood where every house – on the right side of the road was completely gone and we drove by this one slab 
where that's all that was left was just a slab and you can see the remains of the house over into the, the creek area behind it and this little old lady on a motorized scooter was trying her best to get the scooter up onto the slab and you could tell she had been crying and crying and it just it broke me I'm still a little emotional about it because she lost everything in what seems like the blink of an eye and then I get back to college on campus and there are people still complaining about we don't have power we don't have AC the the calf isn't serving what we want and I got angry with the the complaints at that point because I'd seen what people had lost and the complaints coming from oh I'm a little hot I'm a little stuffy get over it it's nothing compared to what people went through just miles down the road just taking the time to go and sort of see it for yourself changes the entire sort of perspective. If you're just if you're just tuning in with us here on Good Things, we're sharing those moments or acts of kindness or maybe a good thing that you personally witnessed post Katrina. You know, it made landfall 17 years ago yesterday, but I feel like it's the day after. You know, the sun always shines again, right? The sun will continue to rise, and that's when Mississippi became its best. Is when it got up and it got to work. And part of that was college kids saying, you know. Know what I have an opportunity to go down there and be hands and feet and help out even if it is for a good shower and a hot meal but heck what else were you going to do because right. there wasn't anything else really uh, to do class was canceled for the week so I class. was just going to be sitting around uh, in, yeah. a, in a dorm room with no AC with no AC but I think though you remind us that it's a good thing too to put yourself out of your comfort zone and sometimes go and see other people's realities in first hand and i think that goes also a long way for so many listening to good things who maybe aren't in the water crisis in jackson remember those are people who are dealing with very unfortunate situations that can't just pack up and leave a little compassion can go a long way to being part of the good in a terrible situation. But stick with us, we got more for you coming up next. Bolton Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolton Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. I'm Denman Ferguson, realtor with Four Corner Properties, serving Mississippi and beyond. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home or wanting that special family recreational hunting track, give me a call and I will assist you throughout the process from searching, listing, to closing. Call me, Denman, at 601-214-6433 or call the office at 601-952-2828. Please call me with all your real estate needs. Thank you. 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees and shrubs, all on sale now. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we're offering quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 25 to 50 percent off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's, Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Police are investigating a fatal shooting in Gulfport Monday night. Authorities confirmed they responded to a scene in the 200 block of Audubon Drive around 725. They found a man with multiple gunshot wounds who was pronounced dead at the scene. The Jackson water crisis continues to take its toll on state agencies. The Department of Health announced Monday morning that its central office will be closed to the public until further notice. The Driver Service Bureau also announced they'll be closed until further notice. And two universities are shifting to virtual learning due to the ongoing water pressure issues. Jackson State and Bellhaven have announced that all on-campus classes are canceled for Tuesday. Online classes will meet as scheduled and faculty will work from home as well. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, you already know that Ford trucks are built Ford tough and that the full line of Ford vehicles are built for the future. But did you know about the Ford Blue Advantage? When looking to buy a used Ford, it has everything on your used vehicle checklist. A gold certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day 
thousand-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage used car buying that's built for you. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You can watch good things on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. You can also catch Thunder and Lightning live with Brian Haydad across the entire Supertalk Mississippi network on Supertalk TV each Wednesday night. That's tomorrow night at 6 p.m. So Thunder and Lightning covers the Mississippi State Bulldogs like no one else. And, of course, you'll still be able to get daily Thunder and Lightning episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. You can continue sharing your favorite acts of kindness that you caught after the day after Hurricane Katrina, and really, you could talk about the next 17 years after the hurricane. Uh, really, it, to me, that's when the best of Mississippi was seen, was after something devastating like Hurricane Katrina, and it was the days after. And it didn't matter how small or how big the act of kindness or the good thing was, it's what helped us rebuild, and it's what helped communities come back together. And Jason also said that it's an American thing as well, and it's horribly underreported. I totally agree with that. That's why we have this show. Uh, Good things here on Super Talk to help bring light to it. Uh, Despite what the media says, the American sense of community is alive and well. I totally agree with that. Someone also mentioned Pascagoula and had gotten poison ivy, cuts on his feet. So Diane Scruggs made him get on the plane and flew him to Oxford to be with him. I think I missed a lot of that story. Let me start back to the front. My mother lived on the beach in Pascagoula. She had nothing left but a slab. We were looking for anything she might have had left. Any memento says uh, Dickie Scruggs had been a neighbor and still had his house there in Pascagoula, but was living in Oxford. He had lost his house as well, and he would fly his own plane down every day with food, water, ice, containers filled with gas, etc. I was in Oxford moving my oldest daughter in at Ole Miss, and my son was with my husband in Pascagoula. He had gotten the poison ivy and the cuts on his feet. So now the story is coming back together. You know, text messages, they come in at different speeds uh, sometimes. Blaine and Jackson says groceries. That is, to uh, police at Sheraton, he made deliveries to New Orleans three days after taking groceries with military escort and helicopters. You know, no matter where you're listening to good things, I guarantee you there was a church or a nonprofit or just some sort of community organization that happened 17 years ago that packed, whether it was clothes, toiletries, canned foods, 
you name it, uh, to sort of ship down or ship out wherever it may be. It also reminds me, too, of at the beginning of the pandemic when we needed uh, certain things like hand sanitizer or mask. People just stopped what they were doing and started helping, which I think is what makes our state, as well as just the human nature, uh, special to begin with. Another thing, though, changing changing directions just a little bit, I saw a uh, state record, because I know we are talking about those yesterday, because we're getting, we're inching our way into fall-like weather, hopefully, by the by by the moment, by the by the minute, whatever it may be. And what will you start lining your come September first, which is coming up Thursday, you're going to start lining your porches and your back porches and everything with pumpkins. And probably several months ago our farmers started actually sowing the seeds for these pumpkins. And so now is about the time they're starting harvesting them, and you start to see records breaking at state fairs around for pumpkins. I never in my life thought that I would see this. What is When you think of world record-breaking size of pumpkin, Rhino, where does your mind go? I have to say it's got to be somewhere south of a ton, but... I don't know how mm, much is a ton. 2,000 pounds. Okay. But probably over 500 because I, I want to say it's not the Mississippi River, maybe it's the Missouri River, but there's a guy that in the last week or two was trying to set a record for using a pumpkin as a boat for a trip. And I want to say he broke the record and then some. Using a big old pumpkin. It had to have weighed a bunch before he hollowed it out. How did I miss that story? That man had a lot of free time on his hands, and he decided he needed to do something. Okay, so this was at the Alaska State Fair. Who knew that Alaska could even grow pumpkins? But you were right with your first hunch. 2,147 pounds of pumpkin, 2,147 pound pumpkin breaks, I guess pounds of pumpkin, but it's one pumpkin, breaks the state record at the Alaska uh, State Fair. And the, the previous record was 2,051 pounds back in 2019. So that's a significant amount of difference to sort of break the record. Okay, why this is interesting to me is because I did not know that some farmers have tricks up their sleeves on how to grow larger pumpkins. Now, I think you've probably missed the boat if you're growing pumpkins right now, but I don't know. Maybe it's not time for you to harvest them. You could give them a little extra nutrients. Did you know some farmers feed their pumpkins milk to grow bigger? Hmm. You can put a variety of liquids in a jar and feed your pumpkin. Tea, fertilizer, obviously, is kind of like known. I would, I would think, yeah, you do fertilizer. And any kind of milk or cream or combination of nutritious liquids you're supposed to like cut the stem of the pumpkin or whatever it may be and then you just like you're like you're feeding your kid milk you just pour it on in there and it sucks up all the nutrients and it grows bigger pumpkins to the fact that I didn't realize that in some states and some 4H's and some where they do I guess research projects or science projects for your kids and now I'm thinking man this would make a great science project for your little one if you got the room you know, in your backyard or however it may be. But they said you can take two pumpkins side by side, same whatever. You can feed one milk and the other normally, and the one getting the milk is going to grow bigger side by side. Same sunlight, same rain, same. <laughs> I feel like maybe this, this science was, you know, sponsored by the Dairy Council. I don't know. Probably not. I doubt it. But I want to know who was the first person to say, you know what? If we want stronger pumpkins, 
we need to feed them milk. And I just so, wonder if like every other, or not every other, but a vast majority of things that we've discovered over the existence of humanity were discovered by accident. How do you accidentally cut open your pumpkin stem and well you got all the milk get the pumpkin patch over here and then you got the dairy farm over here and the milk truck had a problem and tipped over and spilled some milk on this part of the pumpkin patch and this part of the pumpkin patch was just doing gangbusters while the other part of the patch didn't okay. i can see it happening i could totally see it happening maybe sort of but now i invested in figuring out if this works or not so if you're listening and you have pumpkins growing in your backyard i need you to do me a favor <laughs> I need you to spare some of the red top good stuff and follow the instructions and see if we can't get a bigger pumpkin by the end of season, which I don't know when you had had to have started the, you know, the supplementation with the milk. But I feel like this may be a question for Garden Mama. We may have to send her an SOS and, and figure and figure it out. But for whatever reason, I'm completely perplexed by it. Also, here's a little fun pumpkin fact that you never need, know, knew you needed to know, particularly in August, because now we're talking about pumpkins, is back in the day in early civilization, there was an old wives' tale that the flesh of pumpkins would remove freckles and would cure snake bites. Now, how they figured out that didn't work? It's a wide range of <laughs> curatives. I look... You know, you just you were just trying to survive, literally, I'm sure, in the first settlements and bring a pumpkin. Let's figure it out. I finally found the story of the man who paddled 38 miles down the Missouri River in a hollowed out pumpkin. And it was it was a big pumpkin, 846 pound pumpkin. So he just decided, I'm going to see if this thing will float. I mean, I'm sure it will float, but not, cap, you know, not turn over. I was so worried when weigh. I first saw the pictures because, I mean, a, a pumpkin is not a perfectly round thing. It's got some undulation to it. And he, he cut the top of it off and dug it out. And there's, there's one part of it that has a little bit of a dip that I'm sure he had to kind of lean to keep out of the water. Lean. But he made it 38 miles on the water. And uh, the previous record for the longest journey by pumpkin boat was 25 and a half miles, set in 2018, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. You wonder... You know, if he was just completely distressed after it and exhausted from trying to keep it level and down the way. It seems like, I'm looking at more pictures of him, it seems like he's got a little box or a cooler or something in there, and he's got a life preserver on, and he's sitting on the box with his knees tucked into the pumpkin, like a really awkwardly shaped and heavier than you would normally have kayak. I wouldn't be opposed to giving it a go, maybe not in the mighty Mississippi, but, you know, in a swimming pool, in a safe environment, in which, in case I do turn over, that I can get out from under it quickly. When you just think about the size of pumpkin that you're going to need, that pumpkin had a lot of milk. It got its three servings of dairy every single day. Things you didn't know you needed to know. Pumpkins do not cure freckles or snake bites. Our earliest ancestors worked hard to prove that to be correct <laughs> stick with us more good things up next
I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? <laughs> Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. <laughs> you knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. <laughs> like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew. It was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. This is the closing agar market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, the Sir Cotton was down 484 to 112.32. March Cotton was down 440 to 109.27. Close of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down five and a quarter to 14.32 and a half per bushel. January soybeans were down five and a half to 1437 and a half per bushel. December corn was down five and three quarters to 677 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down four and a half to 683 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, October live cattle was up 92 to 143.82. December live cattle was up 87 to 149.80. October feeders up 220 to 183.27. November feeders up 180 to 184.70. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 331 points, 31,767. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Here's what a family home prepared for hurricane season looks like. There's an adequate supply of propane in the tank, and it's securely anchored to the ground. The propane cylinders are stored outdoors, not in enclosed spaces. On the fridge, there are instructions for turning off the gas and other utilities in case of severe weather. How does your family's home measure up? Always listen to your local authorities during severe weather. Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. You can get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's The Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Of course, us here on Good Things and Sports Talk Mississippi, along with other favorites like Thunder and Lightning, Purple Report, even Eagle Hour. You can also get my latest podcast, Tired of the Weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, which is wellness-focused with my friend Amia Edwards. We are teamed up, and we are tackling physical, mental, as well as spiritual health. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I know it's Tuesday, but people are already talking about Friday and the fact that high school football is back and Super Talk has you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every station. And then the night of, you can go to supertalk.fm slash high school. You can click sports on the Super Talk Mississippi app. Don't forget the scoreboard preview show at 6 p.m. on Fridays. And then Friday night, make sure you tune in at 10 p.m. for the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. Long name. I'm going to mess it up at least 100 more times before the end of of football season uh, at 10 p.m. on Friday nights. Anywhere you listen or you watch Super Talk Mississippi. And since we now have the newfound knowledge that pumpkins will not cure freckles or snake bites, that leads me to another headline that made me just stop and go, what? So imagine finding a six-foot boa constrictor in your bed springs. So now this wasn't a strange boa constrictor. It didn't find its way in there. This person owned it as a pet. Mistake number one. Sorry, all of you snake friend, friendly people out there. (laughs) He got out and he lost it. And he couldn't figure out where his little friend was until he got searching and he lifted up. And my thing is, who still has box springs that have the, the kind of springs in them? Now they're wooden and sort of different. But this is an older bed that has the actual still springs on it. And if you see the photo of it, it is a six foot boa constrictor who is lodged. He could not figure out the path out of the box springs. Good news is you are contained. The bad and news found is, before something bad happened. And found before something bad happens, like a neighbor's cat goes missing or your pet go other pets go missing. Can you imagine? I just couldn't imagine. But I guess if you're into snakes that size, you're not surprised. You're like, oh, there's Fred under the bed. You know, everybody else's pets hide out from time to time in awkward places and get in in spots they shouldn't be. I just honestly never considered Fred for a snake name. (laughs) Come on now. Why not? What's a good snake name? I can't think of one off the top of my head, but Fred would not be the first thing that came to mind. Somebody out there has a has a snake named Fred. If not, and you're picking up one today after you hear good things, please name it Fred. Get another one, name it Barney. It'll be a whole thing. They'll be friends. It's something they won't get far very fast because they don't have feet. But they're snakes. The whole issue with like snakes in Florida is really kind of getting out of control too. If you ever needed a reason not to move there, 
as if the people alone and the headlines they create. Florida man. Enough deterrent for you. Now finding snakes of all kinds of sizes and whatever in all the different places. And the folks are actually, you know, we're in the midst of gator season here in Mississippi, which is like eight days. But there are stories of people leaving their normal people jobs and picking up snake hunting in Florida as like a career to do because that's how bad, I guess the, I wouldn't know the right, I guess pythons or big snakes. I won't say the wrong. It's not like little snakes like rattlesnakes. We're talking about like big mamma jammas. (laughs) They want to do that with their life every day. I get like the thrill of the season, but I can't imagine like waking up every day Hunt, you know, going to hunt down six foot, twelve foot, bigfoot snakes. Today's mission is snake eradication. Jason and Pearl said Fred is dead. Oh, did Fred not make it? I didn't read the rest of the story. They carefully extracted Sid. Oh, his name was Sid. There Fred's you go. That's so a much. Good snake. <laughs> Fred is so much better from the Bed Springs. They said that rescues come in all shapes and sizes. Of course they did. (laughs) Jason said my corn snake was named Biscuit. If it was a female snake, wouldn't Eve be a good name? (laughs) What was Fred's wife's name? Uh, Thelma? No. Is it Thelma? Because it's Fred and Wilma. And Fred and Wilma, Barney, Barney and, and Betty Rubble. Where did Thelma come from? Thelma and Louise? I don't know. Maybe. The Wilma, yeah. Fred's way better than a Wilma. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. The conversation never ends ever on the Good Things Facebook group. Head on over there and join us. Uh, but stick with us. You got more coming up next with the boys from 3 to 6 with Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.